gentlemen of the world, you must check out the No Spoon Podcast. Lots of people listen to it. Almost everybody listens to it. Hey, excuse me, that's what people tell me. And frankly, that a big pork guy. So it works. It works great. It works well. Probably the best anything ever works, if you ask me. So check it out. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to No Spoon Episode 1. My name is Dale Upright. My name is John. And today, some of the topics we're going to be covering range from the speakership, um, some of the stuff going on with the war in Israel and Palestine, some of the funny stories going out of New York City, and some human trafficking stings. All right, so first topic we wanted to really uh, touch on was a lot of the stuff going on with the speakership, uh, with McCarthy getting ousted here. Um, anything specific you wanted to touch on when it came to this? Well, so um, it's, it seems like uh, it's definitely leaning towards Scalise. The two options, the two main options were Jim Jordan and Scalise. Um, it kind of, from everything going on in the news and social media, it sounds like Scalise has pretty much got, got it in the bag. I, I would say just my opinion is that either one of those options is going to be way better than McCarthy. So um, I personally don't know as much about Scalise as I do Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan's had a lot more time in, in the media. Uh, I've seen a lot more of him, and he's he's been pretty on point with most of his uh, his viewpoints, I would say. So I think um, if if people like Matt Gates are getting behind Scalise as well. Um, he's got to be. He's got to be pretty good. Like I said, I don't know as much about him. I like. I like Jim Jordan. That's who I would vote for. But uh, I'm pretty excited that uh, you know, I, either one's going to be way better than McCarthy. I don't know how he got the speakership in the first place. And uh, I th- personally, I think people like. Well, oddly um, enough, Trump backed him. Trump right, backed him, and that's just, how he got it. Yeah, hundred percent. I was just going to say. I think like uh, I know MTG. Um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, or Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Marjorie, Green, whatever it is, MTG, I like it. MTG, uh, she backed him, and that surprised a lot of people because she's always been like, um, you know, labeled the far right, you know, which for for a conservative voter, that's that's the base. Like a Trump <laughs> voter, they're they're labeled as you know far right. And people like McCarthy. Yeah, the window's just and, gone so far left that if you're just like middle right now, you seem far right compared to you know the right, left and people nowadays. Like, people like uh, Dan Crenshaw or um, you know um, Lindsey Graham or um, Mitch McConnell. To 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 us to to the to the Trump base, those are basically liberals, you know. So for, for liberals, yeah, right. R- Rhino, uh, hawkish, you know, neocon, liberal, uniparty is yep, what I like 100%. to call them. So um, that surprised a lot of people that she backed him, and it surprised a lot of people that Trump backed him. So, but uh, obviously he didn't keep his his end of the bargain. You know, he said he was going to make a lot of uh, you know compromises and still no J six footage, still no January six footage. Yeah, you know. They they allowed some lawyers to look at it, but they didn't release it to the public, and that's and some shady. reporters too, right? Supposedly, yeah, yeah. But that's just shady because then because then people can just pick and choose. Oh, we'll, we'll edit this and we'll let people see this. No, we the people want to see 
all of the footage. Yeah. So we I'll... can see what you're hiding. Yeah. How so many undercover see... agents did you have working that day? And how many of right. them actually started most of, I mean, allegedly started right. most of the stuff that happened that day? And then you try to blame it on normal civilians that were just there. Right. And when you just give it to media people or, um, you know, lawyers, they're just going to, like I said, they're just going to pick it apart and show you what they want you to see. They're going to show you a narrative. Yeah, so. and, I, and I'm not 100% sure Scalise has it in the bag yet. I don't know exactly how many Democrats are going to cross, like what the votes will be when it comes to that. But from what I've heard, there's at least 20 Republicans that um, are either against or or haven't necessarily decided to vote for him yet. So I don't think he quite has it in the bag yet. Um, but it does look like okay. he is the forerunner. Um, the I think it's runner. also weird that they did a closed-door vote. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the Republicans did a closed-door vote. Bunch of cowards. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a pretty good segue into... I know we wanted to talk about um, the possibility of possibility. Uh, Trump being uh, the speaker, of this too. actually yeah. coming to pass. If me magic is real and this happens, I will be forever <laughs> grateful. Uh, but I yeah, think a lot I, of people would. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like that's a good point. Uh, the the a lot of the Twitter polls I know they can be biased and have only one group of people depending on who shares it and whatnot vote in it. But uh, there were four options. It was Scalise, Jordan, um, Trump, and other. And Trump was getting ninety percent of the vote on an eighty thousand person voting poll. So it really does look like at least the majority of Republicans who are active on social media would really like to see the former president, future president, become right. speaker for a little bit. That's, I think it would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's the whole thing is I think if he if he really went for it, I think he would have it in the bag, no question about it. Um, you know, I, I know that he's up in the polls on Biden for, for uh, 2024, for presidential. Um, so... I'm not I'm not 100% convinced that he, you know, I know he said in some videos that he would do whatever it would take to unify the Republican Party, which, you know, like I, like you had mentioned, he was the one that backed McCarthy. So yeah. he's probably he's probably getting a little bit of heat. And so maybe that's why he said that if I think if he if he tried to, to get the speakership, he would have it in the bag. No question about it. And so. there was that thing he posted on truth of him holding the gavel. So yeah, it, I, yeah. I mean, he is just an an absolute he's awesome a, troll. So it could just he's a good be memer. Trolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's great a good memer, memer himself. Um, yeah. so I don't know if it's just a meme, but yeah, I think if he's interested, the people would be very interested in seeing him in any role. We can honestly probably get him in at this point. Yeah, I think uh, I think the I think the the conservative base would like to see that. Um, no question about it. I agree. So hopefully. I mean, like I said, whether it's Trump, Scalise, or Jim Jordan, I think we can all look forward to somebody better than <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. Um, and then I think uh, moving on to another thing that kind of tangential uh, to Trump, I kind of wanted to um, get your take on what he says here about the current goings on over in the Middle East. The Prime Minister oh, yeah. distracted. I would have thought their intelligence would have been able to pick this up. Thousands of people were involved. Thousands of people knew about it, and they let this slip by. That was not a good thing for him or for anybody. And when he says him, he means Prime Minister Netanyahu. He was not prepared for this, uh, caught blindsided, and it's hard for me to believe with the reputation of their intelligence services. 
Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to kind of get your take on that. Um, what you think about Trump saying that Netanyahu and intelligence? Well, that's yeah, that's the question that's on everybody's mind when it comes to what's going on um, in the Gaza Strip and with Israel and and Hamas. Um, and basically, everyone wants to know how a bunch of people on paragliders were able to get past the number one intelligence agency in the world. Um, a lot of people would say, you know, um, I, I've heard people from uh, American intelligence all agency, the three CIA, FBI. Yeah, they all they all say Mossad um, and the IDF are top notch. Um, okay. And so. And so you've got people on paragliders that are that are you know like not invading. to make light of the situation, but I saw the Fortnite meme like they Fortnited. In. Like they that's, did. It really it's, looked it's like they kinda were kind of wild. Oh. Yeah, but I, yeah. I think it underscores basically you know it, it was either an absolute you know botch on on the intelligence of Mossad, um, and it could be that as well as the effectiveness of guerrilla warfare even in the year 2023 yes the democrat talking point for how long and i've heard biden say it is oh well you think your ar-15 is going to uh go up against the, the government. Uh, united states military yeah. no you need you need fighter jets you need this and that well look at what hamas just did to Mossad and the idf okay yeah. again that's not to make light of the situation or any of the suffering that people are that people are dealing with but I mean, you know, what gives here, you know? Well, yeah, and they're also arming their citizens now. They're, they're loosening the rules to make sure everybody can have weapons. So it's like, um, maybe I we should as Americans, maybe we, we really need to hold on to the right to continue bearing arms and not let the government take that away from us so that they can retroactively give it back when we need it. It's like, well, if we would already had it, things would probably turned out a lot better than you giving it back to us after a massacre. And you know, if we gave the government our guns, they would just end up sending it over to Hezbollah or Hamas or Ukraine or yeah, to some they, from the videos. It looked foreign, like they had American M4s, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, from some caliphate across the seas. So why why would we give up our guns? You know, hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, and then uh, tangentially, that goes into uh, Tucker's video. I also wanted to show you this over here on uh, Tucker's. So there's a lot at stake in how we encourage Israel to respond to the horrifying Hamas attacks. Wisdom and long-term thinking are essential, but you will not be surprised to learn that is not what we are getting. Watch this person, for example, who happens to be the media's pick for president of the United States. This is not just an attack on Israel. This is an attack on America because they hate us just as much. And what we have to understand is this is the reason that we have to unite around men. Okay. I just got, first off, I just got to stop right there. Just because, like, someone hates you just as someone, as much as someone else they attack, that does not mean it's attack on, like, this isn't some kind of, like, math where there's, like, some kind of property where we're pulled into the equation just because they hate us as well. That's just silly. One of the things I love about Donald Trump was his uh, foreign policies, and he understood, just like the liberals back 20 years ago when Bush was in office, that war is not something that we should ever want to get into. And just like other countries, citizens from other countries will say, man, we hate America. 
they don't mean the American citizens. Yeah, they, they don't mean, mean like government. us, like me. They you, don't mean they're us. talking about the crap our government's done to those poor countries for generations and, and, now. And a lot of us feel the same exact <laughs> yeah, way. Like, yeah, we're and, not, and, just and, to be clear, we're also not a huge fan of most of the crap that they do. Like, we're not right. on board. And we can't... Right. Yeah, so we feel for you other countries out there that have been screwed by the war machine that is our government at the moment. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah continue and on. One thing I would say is anytime you're watching any mainstream news source, even if it's Fox News, if you are a conservative and you watch Fox News, I used to watch Tucker, um, you know, the, Greg Gutfield every now and then, you know, it's it's funny, but I would say come like come at it with an extreme scrutiny and um, suspicion that they are feeding you a narrative. And uh, with the Haley war, you mean? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with anything, with every single subject that they are putting out there, and especially it's the war. I mean, let's watch. You know, Sean Hannity, Lindsey Graham. You know, they're putting out a narrative. They're trying to get an emotional response, so they're going to show you the things that they think are going to make you respond emotionally. Yes. You know? No, I agree with that a thousand percent. I, that's I, not I to always say... get it. Like, I'm kind of used to it from the right, the warmongering right, but it's really weird in today's day and age that it really seems like the left is just as bloodthirsty. And I yeah, think that that might be, be like one that. of the things that brings, like, the American people together, and we look around and go, what are these right. people talking... This 30-year-old ex-bartender wants to send us to, like, these people are trying to send your kids to war, and, like, Lindsey Graham doesn't have kids is one of the topics right. that'll come up here in this Tucker video that we'll watch. But, yeah, it's, like, all these people without kids and no real stake because they're super old and have already sucked the teat dry want to send right. our kids in this generation to war over stuff that, Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's, you know, there's gotta be, you know, their their pockets are getting padded by any of the the foreign foreign policies that they're promoting. Whether it's let's back this group, let's back this group, it's because they they know people. Yeah, or what that, board am I gonna be on when I retire? What company am I gonna go work for? Which of exactly. these defense companies am I gonna go work for? Exactly. That's one of the things we truly need to change. I don't think any of these people should be able to lobby after they're done. Shouldn't right. be able to, like it's just silly. Like if you can't tell Agreed. that this is corruption, bribery, and playing out there, it's kind of a lot of stuff going on in current government. Right. Yeah, I'll play the little bit more of this. Making sure our enemies do not hurt our friends. America can never be so arrogant to think we don't need friends, just like we needed them on 9-11. That's why Ukraine needs us when Russia's doing that this. That's why response. Israel needs us when Hamas and Iran are doing this. And I'll say this to, to Prime Minister Netanyahu, finish them. Finish them. Hamas did this. You know Iran's behind it. Finish them. They should have hell to pay for what they've just done. This was an attack on America, she says, when in fact it was not. And for that reason, we must, quote, finish Iran, a nation of nearly 90 million people. What are we watching here? This is not sober leadership. She's a child, and this is the tantrum of a child. Ignorant, cocksure, bloodthirsty. Yet no one in Washington scolded her for it. In fact, they aped her hysteria. Here's fellow neocon Lindsey Graham just spelling it out and calling for the bombing of Iran. So I've been on the phone all day to the Mideast, and I've told our allies and people with 
connections to Iran. What I would do, I would tell Iran that if Hezbollah attacks Israel, we're going to come after you, the Iranians, and have a coordinated effort between the United States and Israel to put Iran out of the oil business by destroying their refineries. There are four major refineries in Iran. They're fixed targets. Uh, if Hezbollah attacks Israel, I would make Iran pay a heavy price. What exactly would happen to the United States if we declared war on Iran and started blowing up their infrastructure? Lindsey Graham has no clue what would happen. He hasn't thought it through. He's almost 70 years old and he has no children. He doesn't care. But neither, amazingly, do most of his colleagues in Washington. They're as reckless as he is. Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw took to social media to call for what he described as a war to end all wars, as if there is such a thing. But of course, there isn't such a thing. Wars beget yeah. more war. The bigger the conflict, the uglier and longer lasting the consequences. See World War I for details. Yeah, I love yeah. Tucker's take on yeah. Nikki Haley. She's extremely off-putting, but calling her a child... And uh, like I said, that's just 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 a, a, an emotional response. There's no there's no logical uh, you know uh, thought process going on there. It's just no. Uh, no I, I totally need... get the emotion, but like like Tucker said, the war only begets more war. So like, okay, let's just say you get your wish and you get to do what you want and you go on a rampage and you're just killing what thousands of people. From whatever to sea that they or what river to bank or whatever they keep saying, um, like that happens. Then what happens? There's all these other countries that are surrounding you that are extremely, extremely pissed off now. Like they're not gonna right. take that well. And then so what's gonna happen? Then they're gonna try to get retribution. And like I totally, I get the emotional reaction because I'm sure I'd feel the same exact way if like it had happened in my country but that's the thing is it didn't it didn't <laughs> you know no and, and we're already subsidizing one war yeah like how many just... how many can we like i mean how many can we sub how many countries can we sub we're already paying for the iron dome we're already paying for that war right yeah and we and, most and, of nato We've we we gave what uh, Iran um, like six billion in assets a week so ago. Right, we're so so right now we are you know we're basically funding both sides of the war again. How many times has that happened in United States history? I think every you time. If I'm being honest. That's why I that's why that's why so many uh, uh, Trump uh, conservatives were were supporters of Donald Trump was because. As far back as I can remember, certainly as as long as I've been alive, he's been the only conservative politician to to not want to get us into Paul's. a bunch of wars, other than Ron Paul. Yep, I was gonna say he's Ron been, Paul, and that's why I really and, and, like before Trump came in on in on twenty sixteen, or I guess maybe it wasn't before he came in, but before I was taking him a hundred percent seriously, I I wanted Rand Paul. I don't know if he yeah. would have the backbone to do necessarily what i wanted him to do and i'm really glad trump got it and proved he did um so i'm really glad with how things turned out but i really like the pauls for that exact reason the just hey not really up to the u.s to be the world police and it doesn't make and anyone happy that we are and that's how the founding fathers intended it they yep. intended us to not get involved in foreign affairs <laughs> 
you know so there was a reason that uh, that they wrote that in their letters back and forth you know and it's how a lot you easier Ameri- to not knew that when you're energy independent which we're not how can we you were be right and how, can, how how can you be america first when you are constantly going out and defending you know nikki haley would put it as your your friends right well what about american citizens aren't they your friends you know when you're going out and spending all of your resources and and all of your time and the lives of our military like imagine if our military was down at the southern border keeping people from coming into this country illegally oh, and and you know and and doing all that you know yeah and so <laughs> you know it's like uh you know those are the, the, the american people should be nikki haley's friends and our public officials friends and uh those are the people that that we should be protecting and defending yeah you know, and primarily that's my not heart... to say oh sorry you know, i was gonna say it's not to say that you can't ever get involved but it should be should be a last resort and it should be when when you have a surplus when you know when when there aren't you know how many veterans a day committing suicide because they have no help you know it should be when when things are good when times are good when when your citizens when your friends are our borders are wide open okay. you can't tell me that none of these people have come into our country yeah we're being invaded right now and how many of those people are hamas yes. how many of those people are hezbollah we you don't know? know because we're just we don't know. we're just like hey Here's your money. Come on in. Come on in. Right, right. And then if you're from yeah. here and you're broke and you know going through rough times, you're SOL. Sorry, there's we got people coming in. We need their votes. We've already got yours. Yep. So, yep. but the funny 100%. thing about that, which we'll get to later, is some of those repercussions that are coming along with these decisions, like Biden's border wall. Oh, um, you know. Here, this is a great headline. Biden says border walls don't work as administration bypasses laws to build more barriers in South Texas. That is in a beautiful freaking headline. Yeah. Like, literally, I I don't really think you have to do much more than (laughs) just read the headline at this point. Like, things are getting so bad in these sanctuary cities. You know, it's it's really easy to be a sanctuary city when you don't have to provide any sanctuary city because you just pass the bud on the texas and you're just like hey buds they're living here they like it here it's warm um they've got family here so they're just going to stay here but as much as i don't like it that they're getting sent all across the country it's really funny how much of a u-turn all these sanctuary cities have made as soon as they actually have to provide sanctuary and the money to, that comes with providing sanctuary right yeah, a lot of, I mean, Eric Adams has publicly said multiple times that they can't take it. I know there's the, um, the I think, Governor Hochul, I forget who, who the other lady was. Um, but, uh, but like you said, a bunch of people are, are making complete 180s. But as far as that, uh, that headline and that story goes, one thing I wanted to point out is, uh, what does it say? Um, 26 or 27 26 different laws. laws. 26 laws. So... So where did those laws come from? Like, why? Um, if I'm why not mistaken, have... let me browse through here. If I'm not mistaken, it's Clean Water and Clean Air Act. Like, I don't know, because you're going to be using a bulldozer and it's going to be puffing smoke that goes against the Clean Air Act. And 
you're going to be making dirt, which will get run off in rainwater, and that's against Clean Water Act. It's like you're not allowed to do anything now without some stupid kind of building permit that's approved by the government who can't even build our roads very well and can't really do anything right. administratively well. So why we allow them to be in charge of more than tying their own shoes and figuring out how to get off stages, I will never know. Yeah. Like what? They're supposed to be in charge of what? Printing money, which they pass the buck on that to the Fed, which that's yep. one thing Privately we can have owned. a long episode on. Yeah, we What's we the other thing should, that they're yeah. supposed to do? Uh, I think they're supposed to defend our borders. Oh. Okay, so right, the two right. things that they're supposed to do is secure border, protecting the United States citizens. They're, they're not doing... Oh. I mean, they're trying to do that now as a repercussion to all the cities and places that they've been sending them are falling apart because they're running out of money already it's been like what two years right Rookies. no they think it's they think that their time is better spent mandating what kind of vaccines that you and your children take yeah my body my choice until you know i get a little scared and then it's my choice in your body yeah or everybody starts dying suddenly yeah that's really weird hmm. and uh you know, that's another thing we could do an episode for, on for just asking questions, but the federal government's going to mandate it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which they're facing lots of lawsuits and they seem to be losing most of them. And all these hospitals right. that tried to mandate nurses praying for yeah, them to OSHA, come back. OSHA got, OSHA got grilled. They got, yeah. they got, um, they got their, uh, they got their whole, um, position struck down and then they were, because they can't tell basic- you what to do. Right, 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 and then and then they got the uh, I, I don't know the director uh, or whoever whoever heads OSHA got grilled um, in front of Congress basically for saying well we're gonna try and do it anyway even though we got struck down in court uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do what we can to pressure employers to uh, you know force uh, their employees to to take the, the vaccine. But we're the so, fascists. I wonder if they're getting any kickbacks from, from Pfizer and Moderna. I wonder. Hmm. Sponsored. Yeah. OSHA Law, brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> okay, and then that actually, the whole talking about Hoko and Adams, that goes really well into this next story about uh, them seeking to suspend right to shelter. Um, and And if I'm not mistaken here, that's where people are allowed to just be like, yo, I'm chilling here. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the right to shelter, like homeless people are just allowed to be like, here, this is, this is my territory or going to houses and stuff like that. And you're not really allowed to like get rid of them because they have this right to shelter. Um, and that works perfectly fine in New York city, I guess, until you get flooded with uh, almost 150,000 people from what I'm reading, they're running out of hotels. Yeah. 120 plus migrants. Um, and uh, Eric Adams says they are at capacity. They can't take any more. No moss. And it wasn't. It wasn't even. It was less than a year ago that he had claimed that they were proud to house the asylum seekers. And proud to be a sanctuary vowed, city. Vowed to continue. So, like you said, it just uh, just having to actually face the uh, the strain on resources and the backlash from actual citizens and residents there who are like hey this is making our neighborhoods unsafe 
for our children. These people, first of all, we have no idea if, you know, the, the, the health issues that they have, regardless of what kind of people. It's, there's right. going to be, I'm calling it now, there's going to be a resurgence. I mean, I've, I've already read of cases, um, but it's not as widespread. Um, but I also, like, I don't trust these statistical people anymore. I don't, I, even if there was a big outbreak, I don't think they tell us because they're not here for our best. They're not here looking out. I don't think anyone is. You gotta protect yourself and look into stuff yourself because from Right. And that's just on that's just on the health side as far as like any kind of diseases that they might have. That's not even considering like when you don't screen um, you know, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that are coming into your country, do you really think that you don't have uh, bad actors and oh people who are who are coming to do you harm. I think we had talked about um, before before the episode. I think we had we had said something about uh, they had already flagged in in, in like the last week or so. They had already flagged something like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah um, I think it was hundred. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I from what I remember, I think it was one hundred and fifty people that were on the watch list already. Right, and I'm sure that is a super conservative estimate. Oh, like, probably. there's got. There's got to be thousands and thousands of terrorists in our country now because we just have a wide open border and a welfare system when they get here. Yeah, better than what most Americans are making. So we're uh, like, and this is one of the things that kind of peeves me off is that like we always have this twenty dollar minimum wage and like not even going into like repercussions of that or like paying off student loans or the repercussion of that, but we're we've sent so much money to all these other countries that we could have really had all these kind of things that we're talking about, but we're just using that money for war and, and filling Congress's bank account. It really seems like at this point. Yeah. I, I always believed in I, like uh, so many conservatives are super against the idea. <clears throat> excuse me. They're super against the idea of free healthcare. But if you think about it, if we closed our borders and if we stopped sending so much money in foreign aid to other countries and we actually paid off our 30, what, 30 some trillion dollars in debt, I'm sure that we could afford to at least, if not, you know, not, if not have free health care, you could at least subsidize it. And you could, you could, uh, well, you know. Well, here's my question. Getting into that. So, like, the taxpayer paid, like, we... We, we funded all the research for Moderna, Pfizer. Not saying so you're it was telling good us, research or that it did any good for any of us, but we literally paid for this and then they raked in billions of dollars. Right. What? And that's just one example. That's just for that's just for like the vaccine is what we you know, Moderna and yeah, Pfizer. Taxpayers but... pay for the road, then the state collects tax on it, and then they tax us again to ride on the road. Right. We're double like we're dipping taxes. So, yeah, we're so double dipping somewhere here along the lines. Like, right. we literally threw a tea party over 3% tea tax, and now they're taking yeah. 30% flat out of my tax and then charging me to buy tea again. Like, I'm ready to throw it in the ocean. Yeah, I think the founding fathers would be a little bit upset. There again, wow. the, the, the phrase, <laughs> America first, rings so true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if we, if we shut the border down, if we stop just taking in everybody, <clears throat> if we stop sending so much money in foreign aid, and if we actually put the American citizen first... I think it would be amazing the things that we could do and the ways that we could improve the lives of the American citizen. It would be. And then I think that that kind of 
goes into the next one here that we were talking about. Um, so I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I think it was a leader of Iran called for a uh, national day of jihad for Friday the 13th. And now it seems like uh, here, um, New York City's calling in. I think from what I read, everyone's being called in. Um, all the police officers are being called in for like, at least be on alert for that day for the national day of jihad, which is what literally in a couple minutes here. About now yeah. in 17 minutes, the day begins. Yeah, and the timing on that, as you know, as far as what's going on in Israel, and then the the leader of Hamas, you said, made that announcement. Um, Khalad Mashal, I think, is his name. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I uh, I have a bad feeling about that. You know, I hate I hate to be a pessimistic, and hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully, there's nothing bad, um, not no big, you know. Um, you know, I don't want to make it like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but let's just say, hopefully, nothing crazy happens tomorrow. Agreed. Um, you Agreed. know. Oh, better be That's safe than sorry. I'd rather be prepared than not. So just a heads up on that. Right, definitely. And then one of the things happening domestically is, I haven't heard it quite as much since Trump has left office, but it does look like there was pretty, or two pretty big uh, human trafficking things here lately. Um, the one here was in Ohio. Um, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this one here was called Operation Virus Remorse, um, where they arrested over 160 and um, identified more than a hundred uh, human trafficking survivors. Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think when I read the story, um, it looked like um, it was either this one or the one that was in Florida, but it looked like there were multiple. Um, like public educators that were yes. involved. Is, uh, isn't both. That right? I want to say it was both places had public yeah. public educators, and then uh, the Florida one, um, which I'll show here, um, from the Gateway Pundit here, um, two hundred nineteen three were Disney workers and the school athletic director. Um, so I think this is a great um, shout out for why, you know, you might want to look into homeschooling. Yeah, I was going to say, as a homeschool alumni, as a, a former homeschooler myself, I, uh, I would say if, if, uh, if you have children, I would definitely, I mean, you know, <laughs> the public school system is broken and it has been for an extremely long time. And, and even, even Donald Trump recently said in Iowa, I think it was that they're going to, they're going to, he, he wants to completely tear down the, the Department of Education. And it's not because we don't want to have standards of no, educating our children it's because the standard it's because the standards are so low and our public education system is so broken yeah we and you're pay like way the better. most in the world per cap per student and we're like 17th i could i'm completely wrong on that number but we're not in the well, top when you when you look at the funding okay and that's a great example when you look at where the funding for education is going all, all the places where we're dumping the most money, and this is this is excluding, you know, college level, university level. When I, I'm talking about where we're dumping the most amount of money is where people have the most terrible test scores. Where, you know, you might have five percent of kids that are proficient in math. Or Baltimore, reading. dude. Yeah, you're quoting that story perfectly. I think they said five percent of students were in the entire That's, state. That's mind blowing. 
Yeah, that's mind blowing. That is unacceptable. I mean, that's 20. laughable. That's laughable. Bro, that's a critical role in Dungeons and Dragons. You have a better. You'd have a. Yeah, you have the same chance to roll a crit than yeah. finding a student that can do math. Plus, none of them those can read clocks. Those aren't good odds, you know. Yeah, they're yeah they're not good odds. That's what makes the game fun. That's why why crits are awesome. Oh. Um, so yeah, anything else you kind of wanted to touch on while while we're going? Anything popped up? Popped up? No, I mean, um, I would just say uh, to anybody out there, uh, or I would say, um, thank you guys for for watching. This was the first episode. Bear with us as we as we uh, you know struggle through this, and uh, I'd like to like to see you guys next time and sign off. Yeah, stay safe out there. We got the hopefully 